Hey, y'all, and welcome to Pain in the Pod. First, I want to remind y'all that Pain in the Pod is now on Patreon. There's some fun bonus content over there, and there'll be more fun bonus content over there after today's episode. Now, today I'm in New York City, and most of y'all know I love a good celebrity stalking and a good celebrity run-in. As a matter of fact, I make it my mission to hunt them down, and sometimes I take pictures, sometimes I don't, but I'm super excited to welcome my guests who are living my dream, Jess and David, of the podcast, Out in the Wild. Now, Out in the Wild is a funny and light podcast about these two friends and their various housewives and celebrity sightings in New York City and beyond. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Hello. You guys, first of all, you know that like this is my dream to be in New York and um, hunt for celebrities. And every time I'm here, I have at least one good story to take home. At least one. So that's why you love coming. Where are you to going York. after here? Yeah. So tonight we're going to Mercer Kitchen. <laughs> cool. And then tomorrow night we'll be at the Polo Bar. So that's where we do most. Polo Bar is where you're more more yeah. likely to see somebody. That's where yeah. we've that's where we've had all of our good sightings. We've had yeah. um, LL Cool J picked my husband off the floor because my husband's chair the floor was slippery and he went to sit and the chair slipped. That's a good one. My husband does not drink, so he was not drunk. He just literally felt Ella Cool J jumped out of his chair and helped pick him up. Amazing. Amazing. That's great. They're about the same size. And so that was great. And then we saw Martha Stewart. We've seen Hank Azaria. We saw Joan Collins, who made quite oh, an entry. Wow. Jealous, jealous. Yes. She's on my – I would love to see Joan Collins. We saw Woody Allen. We all see, these were at the Polo Bar? This is like on three different visits. Wow. And then we saw Bob Harper. We saw Johnny Weir. Those were the same night. They were t- sitting at tables back I would back. take a Johnny Major. Weir. Well, you know what it is? Like Mercer, yeah, Polo Bar is probably better for people going out to eat. But you might, a lot of people still stay at the Mercer. Like last time yeah. Rachel Zoe was here, I camped right. out in the lobby of the Mercer. I missed her. Yeah. I had to go to Sirius Radio and then wait outside there. Uh-huh. But people stay at the Mercer more so than eat there but so like you might get some traffic with people okay, cool. staying there and they're like, both good options i'm like the women's soccer team is in town because that's the parade, true yes. like, USA. um okay so let we're gonna we're gonna talk about your podcast okay uh, i heard we're gonna get into your kelly ben simone thing because that's a big topic but um in that podcast she sort of like poked fun at you guys because she said you said the word genesis too often which i was like i think that well every- she asked me first what was the genesis of this podcast and then it took me like 10 minutes she didn't stop talking after that, so I was uh-uh. trying to like answer the question. And then so she's like, really just yeah. reflecting back what she had said. Yeah. And before, and she walked in. Kelly's no bit no nonsense. So she walked in to record, and she's like, "Okay, like who are you, and what's the genesis of the podcast?" Yeah, like from so I was the like, jump, Genesis. Like, what an interesting word. From the jump, she was like, "What's this all about?" Okay, so now Which why don't you really tell me it. what is the genesis of your podcast? Tell me for my listeners who don't know. Well, you know, the genesis of our podcast is, you know, Jess and I have two different approaches, but like you said, you know, sometimes you like to get a picture, sometimes you don't, but, you know, it really is about, you know, we realize that we have these, we run-ins with celebrities, you know, we're friends with a lot of celebrities, and so we realize things that just by living in New York that we take maybe for granted, we're like, we're really on to something. I mean, even people that live in New York really don't hang out with as many celebrities or run into as many celebrities as we do. So I think between the celebrities we're friends with, and I'm using the term celebrity very broadly, I mean, reality TV stars as well. But, you know, I think we just realized we have access to this whole world that a lot of people don't, Uh which was in organic friendships that were built and it kind of just snowballed. And I kind of fell in with all these people and you too. And we realized like we're on to something here and this isn't really how the average person lives in America not necessarily even in New York. And so, and therefore... People are interested. More, yeah. so, more so even than that, we did not know each other. 
before okay. we knew each other. We had hung out twice. On our second, we had met, and then we hung out twice. We had a dinner. We had two dates. We had two dates. <laughs> and it was at the end of that second date, a lunch um, at Cafeteria, which that's another good place for, like, for lunch. Go to Cafeteria, and, like, he's seen, like, Carson Kressley there. We just passed there. Um, mm-hmm. Today we were walking around, and my friend Ingrid was like, oh, Cafeteria, Great. remember that was on Sex in the City. I was like, And yeah. it's one of the only places 24 hours, so I can tell you 99% of the housewives or Bravo celebrities that come to town that do watch what happens and tape live from a let, they, uh-huh. they go there like around midnight. It's one of Kelly Dodd's favorite places. She likes to have many drinks there starting at around midnight. Okay, so maybe, when she's so in maybe town, tonight yes. after dinner, we'll I'm just telling you, it's not by. guaranteed, yeah, but okay. it, it's it's a late it's the yeah. late night crowd. So okay, was, so that was where your second day. So was. it was there, and at the in that second, I mean, in both of these meetings. You know, we met at a live podcast taping. Judy Gold was interviewing Sandra Bernhardt. Amazing. And I've been – I mean, I, we talk, I talk about this all the time on our show that Sandra Bernhardt has been a huge influence in my life. And I've been a longtime fan of hers for like 15-plus, probably at this point maybe like 20-some-odd years. That's wonderful. And so that's why I was there. And I'm a fan of Judy Gold. So I was there with a friend and David was there. Like, we were both just, like, strangers, like, getting our tickets, and I recognized him um, because, like, his picture is out there quite a bit. I didn't follow him. I didn't know his name, mm-hmm. but he was a familiar, like, New York character to me, and right. I didn't know where. I, it's like, did we meet at a party? Do I actually know you? And so I approached him, and I was like, hey, like, you look really familiar to and me. And I've been on TV before. Oh, I'm Bravo. Oh, so yeah. when I get approached, it's either from just that yeah. so or I being on TV. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of a mishmash of a couple of things. And so we started chatting and then we kept in touch like after that. And then finally we had, you know, this dinner and then a lunch. And really, I mean, we talked about a whole host, host of other things. But in those two hangs, we spent a lot of time talking about he told me that he flew to Buffalo to meet DJ James Kennedy, like just like for the day. <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, why? And he flew to right. he flew to Texas to meet Lisa Vanderpump. For flew to Texas to meet Misha Barton. He told me all these ridiculous the stories, and I was telling him my stories of you know like I was at Jill Zarin's luxury luncheon with all uh-huh. the housewives, and it's like, oh, like how'd you get into that? And I explain. I have my stories are a bit more. I mean, it was calculated how I got into the party. Yeah. But I didn't just show up there. That's the thing that you can't just show up at. Right. But I strategically, like, was able to get my partner and I and another friend into the, the party. Yeah. And I, you know, too. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, and a lot of these celebrity run-ins are, like, a comedy of errors. You know, like, you're catching a plane and running to Buffalo. And, you know, you're waiting for DJ James Kent. You know, so it's like, the more we started talking, <laughs> sure. the more Everybody we're like. Everybody has that experience. Yeah. We, we, but we realize, like, these are just crazy stories yeah. that we're not making up. They're all real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has a huge following on Instagram. Yeah. Where that's, like, his whole brand mm-hmm. is, you know, celebrity encounters. Whereas I, yeah, I'm. That's all I'll post. Like, yeah. I have a real life. And on Instagram, it's just. You know, it's his brand. call yeah, me, DM I love me. It. I love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah, thank you. I am, you know, more of like a pride. Like I never had an. I was always a huge podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had any intention of kind of putting myself out there. Let alone like I, I never saw myself as like a performer in any way. But at the end of that second lunch, he was like, he's like, I just don't know what to do. I could sense that he didn't quite know what the next step was mm-hmm. in his career, in his life. I could. He was searching for something. And David said to me, 
I, he's like, what is this? He's like, is, he's like, should I write a book? Mm-hmm. He's like, is this a book? And I said to him, I'm like, it's not Which, a book. Because it, it, it might be a, be a book. book. There's some it, things going on. It might be a book. But be also, book. like, a lot of the house, some of the housewives I'm friends with would say, like, honestly, Mar- okay. Margaret, jo- I'll give her credit. Margaret Josephs is one of the ones that would say to me, like, what is this? Like, what is it, this all for? You know, like, listen, this is a hobby and I'm doing it. Sure. But she's like, there's something here. And I was like, I-, I get it. Like, there is something here. I just don't know. But people want to hear the stories because people are fascinated. Yeah. Literally, celebrity, you he know? was literally they are. Saying, this, saying this to me. Outside cafeteria on 20th and 7th, he was – I could sense this, like, frustration in him, and we did not know each other, but I did feel very comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. He feels familiar. Like, he – from – that's why I went up to him again. He felt familiar. Like, we even almost, like, look alike. Like, we could be brother and sister. I'm like a secret nice person. <laughs> I just don't appear nice sometimes, but I'm secretly really nice. And I said to him, you know, because I am a huge – like, I listen to podcasts all the time. I was like, it's not a book, but it it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. If it's anything, it's a podcast. And David actually is not a podcast listener. So like, mm-hmm. I had to kind of educate him and like, okay. I, of course, I didn't know how to actually produce one or record right, one. Right. But I explained, you know, sort of the nuts and bolts of what it would entail. And it took maybe like a week of him. I literally like was like, I'm not doing that. And, and people have said to me before, this would have been a podcast. Like, you know, yeah. it was out there. But, you know. So you were trying to encourage him to do it by himself. But no, no, no. You wanted I, him to be a partner. No, no, no. Yeah. All I said was, it's a pot. Like, nice to meet you. Like, this has been fun. Like, uh-huh. it's, like if this you're, is a podcast. If you're going to do anything, like, this is a podcast. And he said, he, like, something, like, lit up in him. And he got very excited. And because said, it was tossed. I mean, I, I yeah. agree. Like, I'm like, yeah, it probably is. You know, it just. It's one of those things where, like, oh, it's six months later. I haven't looked into it. Like, how do you do a podcast? So when you said yeah. that, I was like, well, yeah, I've thought about that before. I mean, great and, idea. Let's revisit it. And, and then, y- boom, you did it. Yeah, and you know what it is? It's he, like, was, he was saying, like, I remember right when I suge- said, like, it's a podcast, he said, he's like, I would love to do that. He goes, I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. He said, I would need a co-host. And, yes. he, and then he said... He said something that has carried through to like, and it's sort of like an unspoken thing that we kind of have going on. And he said we could be Howard and Robin. Ah, they're some of our role models. The, which, yeah. Like, like we're that's both how we huge Howard Stern fans. Yes. Like uh-huh. are the people who we idolize, like Howard Stern, Madonna, um, Kathy Griffin. Like as Kathy far as Griffin. her brand of like. My life on the D list. She yes. started on the D list. The joke was three seasons in. She really wasn't on the D list, right. but she still had these self-deprecating situations. Yeah. That's kind of like us. Like we have so much more access now than when we first started in a very short period of time. But we still have these. Like it's almost like yeah. one day I'm at a black. Literally one day I'm at a black tie event. Literally with Dorinda and Ramona mm. inside. You know, it's like fifteen hundred dollars I had to get in. And the next day I'm standing outside, you know, like I said, Sirius Radio waiting for Rachel Zoe to come out in the freezing cold because I want a picture with her. So yeah. it's very like Kathy Griffin, but like Howard and Robin. Well tell me yeah. this. What are your And can I say one thing too? Yes, like please. as far as our podcast, not to cut you off, but like and I'm not knocking anyone, but we're just people want to know like our story and how did this happen? I mean, like even Stasi Schroeder, just to quote the amazing Stasi Schroeder, even she was like, you know, when I started my podcast, I didn't know what I was doing and it was really hard. And I'm not trying to brag or anything, but like one day we didn't have a podcast. We sat down, you know, it took like a week yeah. of you doing some research and we literally sat down and we're like, okay, let's record the first episode. We planned 
zero, or at least I did. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the first episode, we shut the mics off and we're like, holy fucking shit. Like, I don't know. You we're, like, it, yeah. we're like, that was amazing. Like, not just, we're just like, wow. Like, we, played, we, like we expected, like, I think, you know, C plus. We didn't know what our the first chemistry time. was going to be on mic. Yeah. Like, we had only met. Two and a half times, right? Before sometimes that's better. Put a yeah. mic know somebody so we, so we, well. we, yeah. right? We didn't overthink it. We figured when we're on air, you know, like we're gonna have growing pains and maybe, well, let's record and oh my god, editing and it, we literally finished the first episode. We're like, that was kind of like an A, like that yeah, was like that a was nine great. out of ten. Yeah. Like just you know, you just know. And, like, and then we we, reco- we played a little bit of it for my partner. I'm uh-huh. like, do you want to like hear? Like she laughed. Yeah. Like, do you want to like hear what we did? And she came back and like we were there and I played like five minutes of it and she's like. It's really good. Yeah. And she listens to – I turned yeah. her on to podcasts yeah. years and years ago. And she's like, that's actually like really funny. She goes, you guys are funny together. And and then I played it for a friend of mine who has no clue of any of this. Like, Ooh. you know, he listens to a lot of podcasts, but he doesn't know the housewives or any right, of this. Right, doesn't know the celebrities. He yeah. just goes for like chemistry and sound. He was like, it's fucking amazing. And yeah. he's like, I don't even know – I didn't understand one word you were talking about. Yeah. But a lot of it my was friends the most say that too. A lot of my fr- – I mean a lot of my friends watch the housewives, but like – my closest friends, like a lot of them don't. Yeah. Right. And they listen and they're like, they, my friend like texts me. She's like, she'll just ask me a question out of the blue, like about Ramona. Yeah. Or like one <laughs> of them was like, I just Googled, this was weeks ago at this point, but she's like, so I just Googled Ramona Singer. She goes, I had no idea these women are like in their 50s and 60s. Yeah, she thought we like, were talking about like 30 year olds. I'm like, right. oh, no. Right. You're like, not really. So yeah, she was like dying because she like n- didn't know. She didn't know. A lot of yeah. people don't follow them. Um, but my question is like, what are your day jobs? That's a very good question. <laughs> that was met with quite a silence. <laughs> oh, well, no, because it's funny because that is the number one question that I'm asked in my DMs. So, like, okay, what the hell does David do with okay. his life? You have a day job, right? I work in tech. <laughs> okay. I'm a user experience designer. Okay. Um, that I work for Cornell's medical school. Wow. Um, okay. So I work in tech. So that's why I'm able to, like, edit the episodes. Uh-huh. And, like, that's why I was able to, like put it together relatively quickly. Yes. I produce the show. I edit it. We're completely independently. It's the two of us. And I don't know that we we're both very type A people, which I think is why we're able to, you know, we have a backlog of like 15 episodes that we went to twice a week and we still have a backlog of 15 episodes that we haven't even put out yet. Yeah. Like we're both very like hyper productive people. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're two type A neurotic New Yorkers okay. who can turn the shit out yeah. and when the, we're on a roll. Yeah, no, I mean, so and the thing is, that's the thing, like, we can't keep up just because of our lives. Like, for instance, I mean, we're taking notes, like, we already know, like, I told you, I was in the Hamptons with Mart Sr. this weekend. We, so, that's, like, my life. That's a mm-hmm. friend of mine. But I now have, we have half an episode just from living. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, like right. tomorrow night we're going to an event with Luann. Like, mm-hmm. So tomorrow night we'll probably you – know, and listen, it's not everything. We go to things and we're like, okay, well, we met so-and-so and there's nothing to say. Right. They said hi. I got a picture and they walked. So it's not everything. Right. I saw but, Woody Allen. I've got nothing to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. It Somehow, has to be a compelling story. Right. Like no one cares. You know, Obama could walk in here. I mean, right. yeah, maybe we'd mention that because it's so major. For one but, minute. Yeah, unless something t- something has to take you more than five minutes Mm-hmm. If it's not a five minute or to twenty five minute story, we can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So like, I had to kind of like train him on that. Yeah, 
You know, you seem to sort of be a yin and yang in that he's so excited, he has so much to say, and you have to be like, okay, and now we're circling back, and now we're getting back to the point, you know, yeah. and it does take that because yes. you're so excited and you have so many stories, and she'll start to tell a story, and then you're like, I have a story, and you're like, hold on, let's go back to what we yes. were originally talking yeah. about. And it really does take that because I'm like that too, like especially if I'm with somebody I feel really comfortable with and I'm chatting, I'm like, now we are 26 miles over this right. way, and we totally forgot, All which yeah. leads me back to my first question is, what do you do for a living? Well, two things I have to say about that. One, See, yeah, do you notice how you still have not gotten to the well, answer? Okay, <laughs> before we get to the answer, I was going to ask okay. you the same question. What do you do for a living? Well, I can tell you. Yes. Okay, well, Please I, have four, do. I have four jobs. Okay. Okay, my favorite job is this one. I'm a podcaster. My second job that I've had for a real long time is I work in like a little children's store in my town. Oh okay. My because I was my kids are teenagers now. And so when they got to be a little older, I was like, I need to do something instead of just, you know, driving the kids around. And then I'm a, a part-time executive assistant for a CEO of a pharmaceutical company. And I am a part-time writer for a magazine that my sister runs. That's wow. great. So, so that's you my do answer. A lot. I have four awesome. jobs. Plus being a mom to teenagers. And that's, um, that's a full-time will job. make you want to start drinking in the morning. It, yes, yeah. it will. Yeah. So I mean, I have had a lot of jobs. You know, I mean, I went to college, majored in accounting. I'm a CPA. I went to law school, practiced corporate tax law, blah, blah, blah. That's all in my past. Okay, CPA and a lawyer. Yes. Okay, all right. So you're very underaccomplished. Closet smart person. Uh, yeah. Quit all of that, fell into recruiting. I So I really, I, I had my own recruiting company, like a staffing agency. Got it. Okay. And that is what I did for a very long time. And it was very successful. And then I sold it. Okay. And that is really, and then since then I invested in real estate. So like I sold a company and I made some really smart real estate investments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that allows me to do what I want. To work on life. your hobby. Yeah. Which is standing outside Series X and waiting for Rachel's out or going to hang out in the Hamptons with Mark and Joseph. Yes. So okay. if someone calls and they're like, do you want to pick up tomorrow and go to, you know, see, you know, Karen Huger at Bloomingdale's in DC. I'm like, okay, well. Actually, I have the day free, and yeah, I could be on the 7 a.m. train. Uh-huh. When okay. I first and met. now it relates to work, because now this is work. And now yeah. you can write it off. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> when I first met him, I said, maybe to Hillary, my partner, maybe I said, like, he's me if I had... More time. If I had all the money in the world yeah. and no responsibilities. Uh-huh. Because... Well, I mean... I have a fam... You know, like, I'm, I'm actually married, and, yeah. like, we have two, like... Beautiful dogs, chihuahuas, long yeah. hair, gorgeous chihuahuas. <laughs> like I have, you know, I have obviously more responsibilities than he does, and I have a full time job. But I do have. There's always been this thing inside of me where I have always been, you know, fascinated with pop culture. Not so much celebrity, but it's more like the things I'm into. I take it to 11. Mm-hmm. The okay. things I'm not into, I'm either like completely obsessed or utterly disinterested. Okay. Okay. Well. And we don't just talk. I mean, like, you know, we have a lot of stuff. You know, listen, the Housewives and Bravo is a huge subsection of yeah, what like, we do. Yeah, like that's our bread and butter. But we do talk about a lot of, you know, like we have a lot of other obsessions. Like one of our episodes, like, like our second episode is about me being in Vegas. And literally I had tickets to see Cher front row with a meet and greet. I mean, you have to meet Cher. I've met her four times. But then like it happened to be the weekend that Vanderpump Vegas was opening. So oh, wow, I'm literally yeah. running back and forth between that and the Cher show, which I'll be in a lot of the episode is Cher. So, I mean, we do a lot of things that are non-Bravo too. Yeah, but I mean, to me, it's sort of like... If it's you're, all about, it, like, who it, you're obsessed with. It's who you're obsessed yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Okay, on that note, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come right back. 
This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantinkspotify. Okay, now we're back. So, okay, but your podcast has not been out that long. Right. No. Um, I think Three we months? put out our first episode at the very beginning of April. I mean, that's not very long, and it's and it's gained a lot of attention. And of course, um, I I do you from Aaron Martin's like Facebook group or, or whatever, and I heard mm-hmm. of you, and I was like, all right, well, this sounds like right up my alley because that's what I like to do is go celebrity hunting. So, I I was listening right away, and mm-hmm. of course, I love all the stories. And every time there's one, I'm like, oh, I saw them too. I didn't get to talk, but you know, and like I said, sometimes I will approach, and sometimes you just have. I think you have to sort of read the situation. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to get up from my table at the polo bar and go up to Martha Stewart and be like, can I get a picture while you're eating your steak? I mean, I'm just not. Now, I will take a picture across the room and they can't see. Right. You know? But I, and I, I have very few limitations, but I have to say that <laughs> eating the meal, I I agree. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I won't go stand outside and, and wait, wait for you to finish. But I agree, like. If I were a celebrity and you came up to me mid-meal, I would basically tell you to fuck off. Yeah, like, I'm, so look, I get just it. let me eat. You yeah. Know, I'm just trying to eat. Like, I just need some nutrition. So um, I would like to just sort of touch on, but I want to touch on it more for the Patreon. But I want to touch on the big story that you guys had recently was, um, so you had Kelly Bensimon on. And let me tell you my Kelly Bensimon connection. Her daughter that she mentioned goes to Ole Miss, University of Mississippi. Okay, so that's where I went. That's where I'm from. Oh. So as you can imagine... You know, having Kelly Ben Simone flit in and out of the sorority circles and things, and her daughter pledged the same sorority she was, which I believe was Kappa, and so she was. Kelly was there during during rush week when her daughter pledged because the moms come and they do you know the whole thing. So my sisters, um, who were just very involved because either they had a kid there or they're just still involved in our sorority, which was Tried Out, shout out Tried Out, and uh, they were there. And my sister's like, "Who is this woman?" And like people like, and so she took a picture of her. I go, "Oh yeah, it's Kelly Ben Simone." Like I heard her kids going there, and she was like yeah, I think the word is her kid's going to go Kappa, blah, blah, blah. But my sister since then has seen her quite a bit. My sister loves a good celebrity sighting herself. And she will approach somebody eating a meal. I'm like, rude. Um, and so she's like, every time she sees her, she tries to get a picture. And I, she said, so recently she was behind her in a store. And Kelly was talking about it, literally saying to the person, explaining all about how she's a model in New York City. And she was married. She, she's telling this woman, like, checking her out, buying the flowers, her like her whole life. And my sister's like, okay, this is this person like, she's like a narcissist or like, what's the deal? I was like, um, she's interesting. Hmm, yeah. So I've heard Kelly on Taylor Strucker's show before, and I've heard her on other podcasts. And then on your podcast, I was completely blown away. I was blown away, not by her personality, because her personality is what it is. There's a lot of bragging. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, claims of uh, Andy Cohen's jealous of me because I was on the cover of Shape magazine. I mean, there's and that just she a lot, wears leggings. There's just a lot of strange, a lot of strange things that she says is what I'm trying to say. She may be completely right. Andy Cohen may be totally jealous of her Shape magazine cover. I don't know why he would be, but all that stuff that, that got the most blowback is, of course, that she said uh, when Bethany was pregnant, she didn't care if she had a miscarriage. I mean, that's just generally a really horrible thing to say. So when she, when you're in the room and she says something like that, now you're in the moment and you're recording, but afterwards did you think, wow, that's a really 
bad thing to say about somebody? I mean, were you really like, hmm? When we stopped, when she left, like, I mean, I waited for her to, like, get in the elevator Mm -hmm. and go. I mean, do you remember what I did? Yeah. We were just like, I mean, she kind of, she kind of knew what she was saying. Of course. I mean, I don't know if she... Yeah, like, it's so weird. There were so many things she said. Believe it or not, I mean... That, that wasn't even what that, I thought. Right. I mean, yes, we, that, like, that, that, that was going to get the track. Yeah. That reason, eyebrow, that raised my antenna for sure. I was kind of like, like, what? It's kind of like, and I think when you're... she said it so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. in I the midst of other things. And I think it's kind of like people, like, being friends with all these reality TV stars. I've been on a reality TV show before, like... You you film it and then what's picked up. So I was on an episode of Millionaire Matchmaker. I was uh-huh. the one that was fixed up, and all of all the crazy things I did. The fact that I sent a drink back, it was the wrong drink. That became the biggest thing, and I'm like, really? So, so you see how it's edited or what? Yeah, and yeah. so like I remember her saying that, but I agreed. Like that to me was not even. I don't even really remember that. The Andy there were so many stuff. other things, and yeah. then it's just so funny that that was the thing that it went. Which I agree with you. Because it's a pretty shocking thing to say. Uh-huh. It just didn't register. But when she left, we were like, holy fuck. When she fuck. left, yeah. I remember. This is going like, to go. It's going to be yes. a big thing. We kind of got like, it. I, yes. And, like, but you didn't, knew. you didn't have to bait her into anything or even no. give her anything. No. She just we, goes. Yeah. Yeah. And no, we, we knew we were going to run down, you know, the, the best moments from Scary uh, Island. And that really was the jumping off point for her to. I mean, when when she left, like, I think I said to him or I said to somebody else before the episode even came out, I said it really was as if, like, Scary Island happened yesterday. Like, it's her, 10 years. Her recall. Yeah. 10 years. Like, her recall about it. And maybe and it's she just went, she's talked about it She so went on that whole thing about her hair extensions. Oh, my and, God. That and, was nuts. And I was like, wait, what? That but your nuts. hair extensions were the reason that you were upset and that that's why you said Bethany was a cook and not a shelf. And, and she kept saying – when she said the whole thing – I just listened to this in my car. And she was saying – the reason I said Bethany is a cook and not a chef is because a lot of people say, like, they're a consultant, and they're not. And I was like, right, but you either went to culinary school or you didn't. Yeah. So you're either a cook or you're a chef, you know. And she goes, well, I was saying that because, you know, I had my hair extensions, and then she was getting her makeup done, and the sous chef was doing the work. I was like, that's what a sous chef is supposed to do. I mean, I was so like – and then, of course, then we're over here, and then we're over here, and then it's this, and then she's the best mother in the world. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. And it was so – I can imagine sitting with that that you would be like, whoosh, whiplash trying to like take it in it didn't feel like whiplash when we were in front of her so definitely frenetic you know like very yeah it seemed more i don't remember it feeling crazy when we were with her i remember because she is engaging when you're sitting next to her she looks right at you she's looking at us right in the eye touching you so nice to us she was ever like just she she was was interested in you and wanted to know what you did okay Yeah. yeah 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 And yeah, I mean, she did, and like, it's weird. Like, you you see both sides. The more she talked, I got all that, and then at the same time, she would say something else. You'd be like, oh, but she's really smart. Like, it was a very strange. Well, she told you how smart she was. Yeah, several. She did. Well, I asked her. It's because I pressed her on it. Okay, because I know that's something that people like make fun of. I'm like, tell me exactly what you majored in. I want to hear. Oh, I've never thought she's not smart. I think she's just a wackadoo. I mean, you know, and I don't think she did herself any favors on your podcast. And then, of course, you know, watch what happens live. Somebody called in and asked Bethany about it. And Bethany was like, you know, yeah. And then somebody called into Andy's show, which I listened to religiously, and said to him, like, oh, she said this about you. He was like, oh, what? 
And yeah. then later he goes, I'm jealous because she's in Shape magazine. And then John Hill's like, maybe you are. He's like, maybe I am, you know. Yeah. But for, I think that, And you I know, met Andy. I mean, not met. I saw Andy. I mean, I've met Andy a million times. I saw Andy a week after. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm David from Out in the Wild podcast. And he was just like, yeah. Like, you know, and then I said, no, no, no. I'm the one that sat down with Kelly. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was like, and Bethany says I need to listen. And like, so, I mean, it was on Andy's radar when I saw him. I yeah. literally. For, for yeah. people that think that they're ever going to get back on the show, going on a podcast yes. and bashing, Andy's not the way to go. And the bashing no, Bethany's not. not the way to go. No. To say Bethany doesn't care if she loses her baby. I mean, I mean it's that, not the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. was crazy. I mean, it will get you in the news for a minute. But yeah. right, I would agree that she, that's not the way to get back on a network. When uh-huh. she, so here's like a bit of info for you. When, all well, when you know later that night, like we thanked her, we emailed, and we we're like, thank you so much. She emailed us like we went like back and forth like three times. She like kept replying to the emails. She's like. You guys did a great job. Um, she fell in love with us. Somehow. She like well, fell in love with us. Like I don't know said, what we did, but she said, she's... "I know this is going to make news." Of course, she knows. She knows, and, and you knew right when she. Yeah, you knew. yeah. But I guess I. I don't. I, I didn't think it would be as big a news as it was. I didn't think it was going to be People I Magazine. Didn't. I thought uh-huh. like maybe Page Six. I didn't right. think it was going to cross over into actual like celebrity news and I to that it's Bethany it's when anyone says anything about, about Bethany, Bethany mm-hmm. then it does because she is a celebrity in the traditional sense at this point right the rest of the housewives are yes. housewife celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got it got two weeks. Like that's the thing. The whole first yeah. week was about what she said about Bethany, and then it was over. Yeah. It was Friday. We moved on, and then the next week, I remember it was Monday or Tuesday, and it started over again. Then it was all focused on I what she no said I, about Andy. I have no so idea it actually why. got two full weeks of press of press for two totally different things. And then it was the week after that she was it on was Watch strange. What Happens right. Live and met, and referenced the podcast, which really was the thing. It went crazy. That it was her, and she didn't even have, she didn't even say the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she just said, "Everybody, go listen to this podcast." Mm-hmm. If you just Google Kelly Bensimone podcast, mm-hmm. it's all right there. And that was but they said out in the wild several times on Andy Cohen's radio show. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Did. But mm-hmm. it, it was the fact it was when she and of course, I thought, watch what happens live yeah. is going to be huge. Yeah. That was like in that was a thing where like within like hours, like I was really taken aback, like almost like. Speechless. I was I told like, you I was like I, the power of TV. He he was that's the power of TV. And at first I thought I'm like wow like it'll be interesting to see if like this creates any traffic. Like Ooh. I I was like oh like this will just be interesting to see what happens. I did not anticipate. I mean she really. I mean I guess we're kind of like forever indebted to Bethany. Mm-hmm. Like to, like in the yeah. sense in the sense that or to Kelly I, or to Ke- like, yeah. I mean really it's. I would say you're indebted to Kelly or you're indebted to Bethany for for somebody that Kelly hates so bad. I mean. The thing is, is that Bethany, I don't think, really hates Kelly Minsom on the mat. I think she probably doesn't think about it much, but I think Kelly thinks yeah. about it a lot. But uh, what I will And then she's asked about it yes. a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I will tell you that, like, we, we've we been working so hard, like, ever since that. It was after that that we were like, okay, like, we do have all this content. Why don't we try to do it twice a week? Let's see if we can keep it up. Who knows? Listen, the well's eventually going to run dry, but let's strike. I don't strike. think so. I don't think the well runs dry for something like this. It's just like if you have a podcast where you do recaps of Bravo reality shows, that you, the well will never but run that, dry. But that's you generating know? the content for you. Right. This, no one's but generating. But, but it sounds like Dave's generating the content. I think yeah. that's why we <laughs> work, you know, not to give you like the rundown, but I mean, right, like Jess is great at certain things and I'm great like I am great that's at why you work yeah, yeah that's yeah. why you work all right well let me um 
let me ask you this because you mentioned the millionaire matchmaker. I want you to tell me about that, and then we're going to take another break. But I want yes. to hear about. So you were the you were the millionaire on yes. the millionaire matchmaker in 2010. Okay, so way back. Uh, that's the same year as Scary Island. It's back when we were all young. Yeah, it's the same year as Scary Island. 2010 oh. was a big year. Apparently, I, okay. I, I'm bad with years. Did you find that. Did you find love a millionaire matchmaker? No, I did not. Do you think Patty Sanger is good at her job? Um, you know, I'm not a huge Patty fan. Okay, me either. You know, she's um, hard to listen to on the radio. I'll put it that way. That when people when she's yeah. on the radio, she doesn't let anybody talk. Like Jeff yeah. Lewis or Amy or whoever show she's on, it's hard. I think she thinks she's great at her job. You know, yeah, I don't really well, yeah. know what she does that's so great. You know, I think anyone could have gotten, you know, like I just think she got lucky and like she branded herself as the millionaire matchmaker. There's other millionaire matchmakers that can't use that name that are doing the same thing right, uh-huh, right. that are probably good. Yeah. I think she has a great gimmick. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think her shtick is good. But she did set no, Jeff I don't Lewis think she's great. The guy that he's been dating, so that's really yeah. It's like for free, just to be nice. I didn't realize that was through Patty. Uh huh. He said, "Yeah, huh. the guy's name is Scott. The guy who calls the fish guy. That's uh, yeah. It's just met through met through Patty. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, we need to take one more quick break. So hold on. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than thirteen percent of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, we're back. Now, we've talked about David and being on The Millionaire Matchmaker, but David, your real talent is um, selfies. So I would like you to give me three tips to take the best selfie because I'm a, um, I'm, a, I'm a lady of a certain age, and I like a high angle. Like it's a high all about a tilt, the high, high angle. High and a tilt. It's all about the high angle. If somebody comes at me this way, I will literally be like... You and me both. No, 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 no. I don't need to look like a square. I need you to go high. I need you to tilt. I need to lift up. I need to... I need to lose. And most celebrities yeah. like that, too. Like, I mean, just to... I mean, here I go. Like, I just... This is a situation where I was with, like, Teresa Giudice a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. And... I mean, I know her, but I didn't, I didn't want to do a selfie. See, this is the thing. This is why I do selfies. Because when you give your camera to someone else, like, I'd rather blame myself. They'll fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you get it back. And so, like, this guy was taking a picture of Teresa. There's literally a picture of me and Teresa going like this. And I'm like, making the movement to, like, lift it up. Because yeah. the guy was, like, mid. I'm like, how is this picture going to be good? It's going to be, like, of the yeah. waddle. And yeah. let me tell you. So, like. So, that's your first tip. And when it's the opposite and uh-huh. someone gives me a picture, like, say, like, there's, uh-huh. you know, I don't know, whoever it is, share. And we're both going to get it. 
I hand my p- camera to someone. I, I'm like, what the hell is this? They get their camera back with like seven amazing pictures. And yep. I'm like, you're welcome. And I've gotten nothing. Do you know who takes a great selfie? Who? Is Andy Cohen. Because, you yeah. know, that his, his thing is to take your phone and do the picture. My friend Ingrid. Uh, a lot of later, celebrities. A lot of celebrities do that. We met him um, at Watch What Happens Live. And we had brought him a brownie. And so he came into the line. He's like, who are the girls that brought the brownie? And we were oh, like, wow. well, we did. We're no dum-dums. So we brought you the brownie from the polo bar where we've been. And he comes over and it's like, that was. I just got off a plane. We're like, oh, we know we weren't stalking you. Right. We, know, we know you just Obviously. got off a plane. Obviously. Like, duh. So he comes over, grabs the camera, and takes a selfie with us. And it's like two. Perfect. Yeah, you always take more than one. Perfect. And he go, and we were like, and Buffer and Ingrid's like, oh, you're so cute. And he goes, I'm really short, right? And, we, and she was like, no, like, you're perfect, you know? And I was like, and then he ran off. But when the celebrity grabs the camera and does that, that's when they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, my advice is a hold it up, like hold the camera up and tilt it kind of down. Right. That's your best angle. That's first. Second of all, I mean, it shocks me how many people don't know how to look. Like, you look at the camera. You don't look at yourself. Look at the dot instead of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't look at the big picture of yourself because your eyes aren't yeah, look. like if you're going to look at yourself, you're not. You have to look at the dot. At the dot, that's yeah. the camera. Yes. yes, that. And he explained to me that's why when you look at any picture of Julia Roberts, right, they're looking directly. Well, that's the thing. If the you, the, I'm telling you, celebrities, 99% have it down. Uh-huh, like right. when you're not looking at the camera. I mean, I always am now, but I mean, they. But oh, how n- did you learn that? By taking eight thousand selfies, and then in your mind, I literally stop myself. Right, I stop myself, and I'm like, let's stand here in my apartment and practice this and then you're like oh this is how to take the perfect selfie and you're like now I'm ready for share I mean if this is all I do for my life this is a video I'd like to see you in your apartment like okay this right and And nobody it works but it's shocking how many people (laughs) don't that should be an episode where we like teach people well that's what I'm saying this is one of my main questions because as as I'm getting older I would like to uh, try to listen last time we took a picture in front of our hotel my sister's in town and her friend and my friend and I was like picture so now I'm always I make my friend Ingrid who's very young and pretty always make her get in the front and I'm like I'm not having the camera closest to me so I always get in the back and do a little a little lean forward and I was like I figured this out like if there's a four people picture I'm not in the front because first of all your arm looks huge so this is this is a uh, good tips um, and our, like definitely take if there want to be just take more than one just snap snap right. snap 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 like don't do a, look at it do just snap 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 filter, snap yes and then figure it out later um okay we're gonna do a quick round of housewife questions okay okay what do you think of uh Potomac Generally, I think that it has come far. Yes. You know what it is? And this really is, and this is such not a direct answer. The more I meet people from a show, the more invested I become. That's honestly the truth. So, Uh like, it's only recently this season that I'm like, I need to make it like my life's mission because I never met any of the girls from Potomac. Mm -hmm. And now I've met most of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, that makes me more interested. It's certainly not. It's probably the weakest in the franchise. Mm-hmm, I agree. But I don't watch it. That's why I mm-hmm. was. It's probably the weakest in the franchise. But I think it's like it's, it's better than it ever has been. It's but I mean, better. I agree. it's not. It's not saying much. Okay. I'm not sure. Like you know, what I don't understand is I'm not sure how much better than the canceled DC 
It truly is. I really don't see totally agree. a difference. I totally like, agree. When Andy, Michaela when Andy, Salahi was TV gold. Like, I don't yeah. know why they didn't just stick with that before well, she went and married the guy from Journey, which would really now make <laughs> great TV. When Andy was in town doing a book signing, my friend Ingrid and I went, and then we stood in line and we did a picture and all that. But he was asked that question while he was on stage. Like, why do you call it Real Housewives of Potomac? I mean, that would be like calling it Real Housewives of Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any – like, why wouldn't you just say D.C.? Everyone lives in the D.C. area. Right. Maryland, Virginia. DC. Right. People live in all three. Potomac is a little bitty town. It's right. it doesn't make any sense. None. And um he said, Well, all the Atlanta ladies don't live in Atlanta and all the OC ladies don't live in the OC. And Beverly Hills people live all over. And I'm going like, right, but Potomac is not the name of the town right. that's centered around. Potomac is a little town. It just doesn't make any sense. And no. I think that the name has been the problem from day one. Okay, so moving on to Dallas, I think Dallas, like last season, I mean I, I think, love Dallas. I think Leanne Locken is a star. She's a star. I agree 100%. Yeah, she's reality gold. It's come. Dallas is another one. So, like, I mean, last summer I met all of the girls. Mm -hmm. Then my interest went from, like, okay to really – I think Dallas – Dallas gets, like, the most improved award for me. My friend – It's it's come far. I love Stephanie. I love Stephanie and Brandy. I love Deandra. Brandy, I could – no. My friends, got, I like. my friends got me into Dallas last summer when season uh-huh. three was airing. And remember, uh, they all binge season one and I couldn't get into it. I'm like, I need to jump ahead because this is like horrible. Yeah. Season two, I thought was fantastic. And season three, I thought was like pretty much just as good. I agree. So I'm excited. I agree. It's come far. Like it's not my favorite show on Bravo. We like a lot of the non-Housewife shows, but I think it's come really far. Okay. What are your thoughts just specifically on um, Nene in particular? Uh, really, I would say is the absolute most overrated housewife okay. on Bravo. Well, that my way question overrated. was, do you think she's overrated? Way overrated. And overpaid, I think. Way I mean, overpaid, she's way overrated. become LVP where the cast just won't film with her. Yep. And I, I don't get it. I almost never got Nene, and I definitely don't get her now. I think she's had definitely some stuff where we're like, okay, she's really, really naturally funny. But I think that last year the star became Portia. Like, yes. Portia, Portia is by far my favorite. She, by yeah. far. She's naturally funny. Amazing. No one's feeding her lines, you don't think? She's just like, ooh, girl. And you're like, whatever she says is hilarious. And it's real. Yeah. It's not a come on. She's not trying to do it. Like, I hate when you try to act a certain way for the cameras. And you can tell people, like, have been fed lines. Like, yes. they've just been waiting for that question to be asked so they can give that zinger. You's you're like, okay. Portia's like, always been my favorite. Real, always, yeah. yeah. I, think she, I just kind of came to right. liking her the most. Love. And I just think, yeah, Nini's overrated. All right. What do you? Th- how do you feel about Camille on Beverly Hills? I feel people feel strong. I feel that she's great for the show because she's so messy. I love Camille. I love Camille too. I you need Camille. Camille on the show. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is no show without Camille. This last episode, when she like started up and brought up, I was like, "Thank you, Jesus. We're at the end, and this is what we've been waiting for the whole time." Well, there, also, there's no I, show without Camille mm-hmm. at this point with LVP gone and. Erica I mean, Dane completely, snark, like, phoning it in. That snark she made about, I'm so sorry about it, in Denise's rented house. And I was like, oh, girl. And that I really the, believe. But it was amazing. No, it's <laughs> like, and I don't, you know, you don't know for sure, but I believe, like, Camille quit on her own, which makes me like her. Like, I don't think she got fired. No, no, I don't either. So then that, and, like, she even said, oh, I mean, she's recently said, like, she's thrilled to be a friend. Like, she, mm-hmm. yeah. she's fine with her $50 million from Kelsey. She, she don't need the money. She's like, no, I actually prefer this. Because, like, as a friend, you can just say, no. Dip in and out. Yeah. You can say like actually my call because the otherwise you get a call time. You know, being there. friends with this mm-hmm. like you have no choice. They're like, I mean, like Teresa even had to cancel an appearance. Like this, she like an appearance somewhere. She had to cancel it. It was an all cast event, like the Envy Fashion Show. They're like, no, no, no. Like you have yeah, to be fashion. there. So like, 
I Camille's just like, I don't feel like filming today. I'm not showing up. And that's that's the best. That's a baller move. That's a baller move when you're like, you can take your, you know, three hundred thousand dollars or whatever she would have been getting at this point. Doesn't care. And she's like, I'm just gonna. This is better. I think because the friends get paid per scene, so they get paid. So potentially they could even make more. More. Like I know that when Mm. Luann was a friend, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, she wound up making more that season than. But not all of them get paid. Not all the friends. Yeah, I know. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very strange how they get paid. Like most of the husbands don't get paid. Well, yeah. 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 They're just happy to go to a free party a lot of times. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to discuss New York on my Patreon a little bit. But so in my podcast, I sort of like to wrap it up and because I know that you said you like a lot of podcasts, Jess. So I like to get recommendations and I'm always very fascinated sure. what podcasters listen to. Because I'll have somebody that has the most light, airy, fun hearted thing and then they're all they listen to is like Bloomberg News and mm-hmm. like and you're like, Oh, that sounds kinda yeah. boring. So tell me some of your favorites. So I just started listening to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh-huh, that's a good one. I, I loved his interview with Howard uh-huh. and loved his interview with Lisa Kudrow. Okay. Those are amazing. Yes. because um, he's been longtime friends with Lisa yes. Kudrow. Um I love uh, Perez Hilton's podcast. Never listened to the that. PHP. It's great. He is a co-host who's like a former, like, or he's still a radio DJ. It's and really Perez great. is a big fan of Out in the Wild. Yeah. He, oh, I he imagine did, he is. He did so right by us. Like, he... I imagine Went he would be because I mean, he's kind of the original out in the wild. I, yeah. when we talk, and this is true, when we talk about influences, like I give bow down yeah. to Perez. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Okay, well, I'll have to, pay, he was I'll there have first. to take a listen to yeah. his podcast then. Yeah. I love, um, there's a podcast called It's Britney Bitch. Yes, I've have heard of heard this of one. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the not, t- not not Britney's Graham. That's another one. No, yeah, I, yeah. I actually don't listen to that one. Yeah. Um, just how many Britney podcasts can I really oh, right. listen to? I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, I love Britney, um, but I've already got like 17 Housewives-related podcasts. Yeah, so it's a lot. Um, I love It's Britney, Bitch. It's this guy, T. Kyle, who is one of oh, uh-huh. the producers for uh-huh. uh, Watch What Happens Live, right. and this pop writer, Bradley Stern. Mm-hmm. They're two best friends um, and su- like Britney super fans. Yes. And... Basically, every episode, it chronologically starts at 1998 and ends in 2018. And every episode chronicles a different year in Britney's life and career. Yes. And it is a journey. Well, we got into 2007. Oh, yeah. No, it's done. It's finished Oh, oh, the podcast finished. It's finished I guess 2007 was quite a year for Britney. Oh, no. That was. Yes. Yes. Of course. Hello. Because, I mean, I have the mug. Everybody does. Um, Blackout's her best CD ever. Yes. That my favorite. You if know. you don't like that CD, listen. Blackout. That was right after the in breakdown. In the zone and Glory are her, are the holy trinity of Britney albums. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they are. Okay. I like they Glory are. and Blackout. Yeah. So we Here, agree here's on something you'll be interested in. My sister's friend is out was maybe still is was for many years from the same town of Britney's from and did decorated all her homes especially during the K Fed time. Huh. Decorated her homes and did a couple of Justin's homes as well. Wow. All right. I'm obsessed with Justin. Do you listen to any podcasts? I listen to Out in the Wild. Okay, that's a great one. (laughs) And which is the best podcast out there in addition to yours. And I don't listen, but I go to see BitSesh live every time it comes. But I don't listen. I just, I love Casey Wilson. Yeah. And so, like, I love them live. Yeah. And I go I think to that, I, I think that funny. I think and I go to Heather McDonald. I go to Juicy Scoop when she comes, but I won't listen. I think that you would like. I would think you would like bitch sesh yes. listening on a podcast more than you would a live show. And I've been to, yeah, and I've no, I agree. Yeah. Like I think if I was listening to anything, I would listen to bitch sesh. I mean, I love Heather McDonald is great too. I'm like on the high level of her Patreon, and if you're on that, like you, 
you don't even know. I mean, the stuff that she tells is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So I love that. I just like a scoop kind of a thing as well. Yeah. Our, yeah, well, Heather Live is great. And Heather yeah. Live is great. I've yeah. done I've done her just her stand-up show, and yeah. then I've done the um, well, Juicy last time, Scoop Live. Yeah, last yeah. time she was in town, I went two nights. The first night was Juicy Scoop. Melissa and Margaret were guests. Uh-huh. And the second night, I was like, oh, like, why do I have tickets the second night? I mean, we hung out with her the first night. Yeah. But I was like, why am I going the second night? It's her stand-up. Like, ugh. When it, it was amazing. Amazing. So funny. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I stand corrected. This was like as good as the actual podcast. Yeah. It was great. She's come on my podcast as a guest before. And then shortly thereafter, she was in D.C. doing a comedy show. And I went, you know, I always do like the VIP and meet and greet. And yeah. Explained to her who I was in person. And she really could not have been more yes. lovely. And that's awesome. She's speaking of somebody you look up to. I mean, as a podcaster, like what she's done is incredible. Yeah. Totally. OK, so we're going to end with that. And I want to thank you all for coming today. There's going to be more on Patreon, so people check out my Patreon, www.patreon.com, pain in the pod. My producer will say I said that too fast. Um, so tell everybody where they can find out about your podcast and, of course, about your social media. Sure. Um, if you just go to outinthewildpodcast.com or outinthewildpodcast on Instagram, that's where you can see all the photos that are part of the stories we tell on the show okay. and where you can find out about you know all the episodes we release each week. Um, we have episodes Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, I'm Jess XNYC on X, Insta. Jess XNYC. Yep. And I'm at David Yontef, Y-O-N-T-E-F. And you can book me on Cameo. No way. Yes, I am on Cameo. Okay. Let me tell you, and people do book me, if you can believe that. Okay. Because uh, I'll say anything you want me to say. And I am, you listen, now to get on Cameo, I mean, you have to be asked. You have to be in the public eye. But the least expensive rate you can charge on Cameo is $5, and I am 10 So I am not the cheapest on Cameo. You're not the cheapest. I am not. Okay, but you can set your own rate. You can be 100 if you want. You can change your rate. And like when I started, it's really interesting to see people's rates. Yes. Like Caitlyn Jenner doesn't ever want to do it. So she is 2500 because she just isn't interested. But then like I was looking, I was like, why is Rose McGowan, who I think is, I mean, charmed, hello. Oh, uh, yeah. She's like $25. And I said to the Cameo people and they're like, yeah, but you would be surprised at $25. She's like basically wakes up much, and she's busy. How much do you think Perez Hilton charges? I know how much he charges. Ugh. How much? Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, how much do you think he charges? I know exactly how much he charges. $35. Yeah, and John he, Hill and even charges like 40 something. And that's he, up. It used to be 28 75 right, this, is a, so wait, this is a sidebar. This is Seriously. Sidebar. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Now we could go on with this. But book me on Cameo. I'm really uh, cheap. That's amazing. <laughs> I had to give myself a shout out. No, I think that's great. And everybody should check out um, your Instagram, David, because it is just chock full of celebrity pictures. I mean, I, I could barely think of anybody that's not on there. Thank Here's what you. I'm trying to rack my brain is thinking about somebody. I have a picture of that you don't. That's why I'm, now I'm trying to one up you. There's got to be somebody. I mean, there's got to be plenty. Did you get a picture with Woody Allen? Because that's a hard one to get. I mean, I I, I don't have it. I yeah, I was going to say. I don't want one. I, 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 I get it. I'm not so sure I want one. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Go and follow me on all social media at Pain in the Pod and let me know what you're listening to as well. And this has been a fun podcast today, and there'll be more on Patreon. Thanks.